Joining me as we wrap up the day's markets action is Craig Pfeiffer from Sassfin Wealth. Thank you so much for your time, Craig. Of course, starting off the week with that U.S. earnings season revving up after we did get uh, the big banks like J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo topping analyst estimates on Friday for the third quarter. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wonder what if 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 you know these results can kind of set the tone for the rest of the earnings season because also we do know that these big banks have benefited from what is keeping other companies under pressure. So, what are you expecting from this earnings season? Yes, uh, I think at this point in time we were looking for the third quarter earnings season to actually be the <clears throat> sort of the trough. We have seen declining earnings. Uh, over the last couple of quarters. So we're expecting, um, you know, we're actually expecting kind of very small, modest growth um, uh, in these numbers quarter on quarter. Um, the market sort of just before we got going last week was was maybe looking at flat to slightly lower uh, earnings. But so far, I mean, it's really early days, but we've had 80% of the companies um, surprising on the upside. Um, and uh, we've had positive growth, look, less than 1%. But uh, it's positive nonetheless from, as I said, from negative quarters before. Um, so, you know, hopefully that does set the tone and uh, we'll at least see uh, some positivity coming through, some positive outlooks on, on growth going forward. Uh, so maybe when we finish this quarter, we will, we will have turned the corner uh, and started to see some positive growth again. Um, into the final quarter of the year. Ah, all right. Well, let's bring it back home and look at some of the company news that came out of the JSC. Adcorp coming out with an interim trading statement there. Uh, the, company's, uh, t- the company talking about challenges that it experienced in uh, the South African region, but also in Australia, um, and the pressure that, that uh, those challenges have put on gross margins. But even with all of that, the company says that it expects its headline earnings per share from total operations to surge by as much as 195, and from continuing operations, uh, HIPs are forecast to climb by as much as 45%. We did see a positive reaction to those numbers, with the share price climbing by about 6%. Give us context on those numbers and the investor reaction. Yes, well, uh, I suppose you can imagine in these tough times uh, locally as well, with um, uh, a slowly growing uh, economy, uh, interest rates are high, you know, so, you know borrowing costs are high, uh, businesses don't really want to invest in people or, um, uh, or, or in infrastructure. Um, so it's, it's a tough time for businesses. So there's just, you know, not that much um, hiring. So uh, it, it is, uh, um, you know, tough on a company that that's, that's their business. They found that locally mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and in Australia. So I think the numbers that you look at now are quite, uh, you know, pretty decent. Um, And uh, you probably should be looking at the continuous operations number. Uh, That was 25 to 45%. But yeah, a a very good um, number, a good trading update here. And um, the share, unfortunately, hasn't done very much for for a number of years. Mm. Um, You know, it's still stuck around the the 4 and 70 or so um, level. But, uh, you know, hopefully this will give it a little bit of an, the impetus that it needs to, uh, to go higher. Ah, all right. Well, let's go to Cargo M3. They released their uh, interim results today. Revenue up 13.5%. Headline earnings per share rising 38%. Uh, gross profit remaining within that uh, target range. Um, I mean, those numbers look good on the surface, but I was wondering why the share price declined um, by about 4%. 
Of course, also keeping in mind that it had run pretty hard uh, ahead of these results. I think that's the secret, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> and as a commentator, that's kind of a go-to kind of response. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the, the company isn't that well covered. It is small. It's sort of a 400 market cap stock. So it doesn't get a lot of analyst attention. Mm. But, um, yeah, the numbers on the surface do look to be quite good. Um, so that's the only kind of conclusion that you can read into it. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, the stock had a two rand something kind of price tag, uh, and we got up to uh, four and fifty, four and sixty. So, you know, it has had a, a pretty good year, um, and the market probably factoring in a lot of that good news. So, it's probably just a little bit of, um, you know, buy and rumor, sell on fact kind of thing. Ah. It was a good result. Um, you know, they do position themselves as a business of of two parts. Um, but, you know, the, the revenue from the memorial parks is still quite small and that really still has to come to be a bigger part of the business. It's still somewhere around 2 or 3%. Yeah, and really quite interesting to see. I mean, the last time I checked it was down 4%, but now down over 7%. So really quite interesting how shareholders have reacted. But also, I mean, really take your point that it is a small cap, so it might not be as liquid as the other shares. Um an interesting one that I saw today, I mean, no major announcements, uh, but I just saw something interesting that 91 increased its shareholding in Atruids today, where now it holds 5.0395%. Uh, and I was actually thinking, I mean, still with all these challenges and the inflation picture still not quite clear, uh, you get a big institutional investor like this increasing its stake in South African retail. And I thought that was quite interesting. What do you make of that and also just sentiment around the retailers, particularly Atruids at this point? Yeah, I think the retailers are definitely, it's definitely a sector that's been, uh, that's been beaten down uh, in this economic environment, uh, lower disposable incomes, uh, consumers getting a lot more selective uh, and, you know, maybe postponing purchases. So the retail sector um, has definitely suffered. Um, True Words, uh, I think, is one of the stocks that has uh, actually done pretty well this year um, mm. out of all of them. So maybe this is a case of also, you know, just looking, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> looking at a stock that um, that seems to be on its way and has proved itself. Mm. Um, I think just generally as a uh, as an investment manager, you're looking for that point to actually add the retailers. Uh -huh. So um, it looked like they've, uh, uh, you know, you want to get in early yeah. uh, or, you know, at the start of the run um, and maybe... You know, it's darkest just before the dawn. So ah. maybe that's their thinking. All right. Well, let's quickly get to your stock pick. We do have to wrap up and we have run out of time. Craig, what will it be today? Uh, United Health, uh, uh, offshore U.S. company. Uh, they did come out with their numbers on uh, on Friday. I think it's a stock I might have mentioned before. They're in that clearly in the healthcare space. Um, and uh, I've likened them also to the sort of the discovery type mm. uh, company in, uh, in America. But... Uh, Good results. I think a quality growth company that, uh, you know, deserves a place in any offshore portfolio. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for your insights on what has been driving investors' money today. Uh, Craig, that was Craig Pfeiffer from Assessment Wealth.